How's it going, everyone? My name is Stephen Michaels. This is the Raiders Daily Podcast. All right, so this is my first show of the 2019 season. Now, I haven't been away. I just been on the Raiders Daily Elite, which is my subscription service where I do my live shows. Think of it as like The Athletic. You know, you got to pay to read articles that are basically transcripts that you can watch for free on YouTube, but I do live shows on there, so haven't had a lot of time to do free podcasts, but I'm going to do more probably once a week now, Uh, so let's get into it right now. As you know, the Raiders enter today's game one and one not so bad. They got embarrassed last week against Kansas City Chiefs. It was absolutely just atrocious. Then they head to Minnesota. Now, remember, they're on this five-game hell travel schedule they're in the middle of, or they just started, and it's going to be tough. So that's why I said before this game, this was an important game for the Raiders to win. This is the Minnesota Vikings. They're not that great. This is a team that I think the Raiders, I thought, would be able maybe to win this game. And boy, was I wrong, because the Raiders, they were bad last week on defense. That carried over to this game. The Raiders get blown out 34-14, and trust me, the score, I mean, that's bad, but it seemed a lot worse than even that score. Everything was going wrong. Now, really... Really, the moral of this game was, you know, the battle of the trenches. And the Vikings, their defensive line was pushing around the Raiders' offensive line. And vice versa. The Raiders' defensive line could not stop anything. And the Vikings, I mean, they were so predictable. They really were. They were so predictable. The Vikings, they won the line of scrimmage. And the first quarter... They continue to pile on the Raiders. Uh, you know, it, it was insane. Okay? The Vikings, they end up getting four sacks on Derek Carr. The Raiders and Josh Jacobs, they only got 88 yards rushing. On the other side of the ball, meanwhile, the Vikings run for 211 yards. 211 yards they run for. Dalvin Cook just torched the Raiders, 110 yards. Uh, You know, it was just, it was crazy. It was just crazy. And the Vikings, you know what? They played a very clean game. They had a very clean game. They only had six penalties for 59 yards lost. Now, last week, the Vikings played the Green Bay Packers, and they kept shooting themselves in the foot with penalties. Now, on my, you guys didn't hear this, but on my live show on the greatest platform in the world, the Raiders Daily Elite, I did a video show before this game, the preview show, and I said, the Raiders cannot give the Vikings any freebies. Don't give them first downs when, you know, on when they stop them on third. And sure enough, what did the Raiders do to opening drive when the Vikings have the ball? Third down, the Raiders stop them. Flag. Third down, the Raiders stop them. Flag. Third down, the Raiders stop them. Flag. It just got annoying, and 
the Raiders just couldn't do anything about it. Like I said, they could not stop the run game, and they couldn't stop the option. It was so predictable what Kirk Cousins was doing, yet the Raiders just had no answer for it on defense. They really didn't. They had no answer for it. And all Kirk Cousins was doing is an option play. That's all he was doing. He was doing an option, and, I mean, it kept working. The Raiders really had no answer for it. They really didn't. I mean, it was terrible. It was terrible. The Raiders were down 21-0 before they even got on the scoreboard. It was just awful. And let me tell you, you know, I'm talking about the defense being so bad and how they couldn't stop an option. I mean, they really couldn't. They got fooled every single time. I don't know. Curtis Riley's got to be the worst safety in football. Carl Joseph, by the way, did not help in this game either. Gary on Conley was terrible. Everyone was terrible on defense. The only good player was Jonathan Hinkins sometimes during the run. Other than that, people were really bad. Now, Clinton Farrell did have a chance at an interception. He bats the ball. From Kirk Cousins, bobbles up. If he would have caught that, wow, that could have changed uh, you know, the, mom- the momentum there. There are a few things that really cost the Raiders the game. Now, even when the Vikings were up 21-0, like I said, the Raiders scored. And then, you know, the Raiders had a little bit of momentum. They had the ball. They were driving down the field. Driving down the field. And, I don't know, Derek Carr throws this ball to Darren Waller, and it was just too high. Uh, You know, I don't know how he missed... Derek Carr did not have a good game at all. Let's just say it. Let's just be honest here. He did not have a good game at all. So he misses that pass, and the Raiders were kind of screwed from there. And if the Raiders go down and score, they make it 21-14 going into halftime, and the Raiders get the ball to start the third. Instead, that does not happen. Instead, that does not happen. So, it it was terrible. Uh, Derek Carr threw a, a terrible, terrible interception. Uh, it, it was just awful. I mean, he was missing throws. Missed a really bad one. I, I don't know what he was doing at all. But... Uh, I still can't understand what he was doing, but he threw an interception um, to Harrison Smith, and it just it just kept getting worse and worse and worse for the Raiders. Like I said, they could not stop Dalvin Cook. They couldn't even stop Kirk Cousins, and that's unacceptable. I mean, this guy's throwing 35-yard touchdown passes to Adam Thielen. Uh, you know, that was the the first one. Uh, you know, and he just kept going on and on, and he didn't have to do that much. He was only 15 of 21 for 174 yards, but he had no interceptions at all. No interceptions. That is key. They were in cruise control. They really were. They were in cruise control the entire game because all they had to do is keep running the ball. The Raiders couldn't do anything about it. And then when the Raiders got on offense, they didn't do anything. They did nothing. So yes, the def- the defense for the Raiders, they were awful. They were awful. I mean, there's no denying that. 
But we have to talk about the Raiders' offense, okay? Derek Carr had all of seven yards on his first three completions. Then he overthrew Foster Moreau, like I said, gave a gift to Harrison Smith. It, it, was, it was insane. It took the Vikings six plays, 30 yards, to score on a one-yard run by Adam Thielen. It, it was... Carr's just terrible. I mean, he was just terrible. Now, at the end of the game, Derek Carr was 25 of 32 for 242 yards, two touchdowns and one interception. But, you know, he was just throwing short passes, and the Vikings were just dropping in cover two, and that was it. They were just giving it to him. So, I mean, yeah, 200, it sounds good on paper, right? 25 or 32, 242 yards. But when you actually watch the game and break it down, you see them in cover two. They're letting these guys do it. They're letting them do it. I mean, it, it was unbelievable. And like I said, Derek Carr, before the garbage time, before the game was over, I mean, the Raiders had 227 yards on 50 plays. And Derek Carr was only averaging... 4.5 yards per play. Derek Carr has to start playing better. He didn't play good last week. He didn't play good this week. I know people get upset. I understand. I, I know Raider fans. They get upset when I say this. But if this continues, and I hope it does not, for the Raiders' sake and for all of your fans' sake, I hope Derek Carr does not continue to play like this. You know, last week he threw interceptions. This week he threw interceptions. I mean, this week, I mean, he 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 missed Hunter Renfro on a pass that would have been a touchdown. You know, I already men mentioned the Foster Moreau one. I already mentioned the Darren Waller wide open overthrow. I mean, this guy, he couldn't get anything going today. He could not get nothing going at all. At all. And you know what? The Vikings head coach, Mike Zimmer, I mean, he even he even called Derek Carr out. He said that Derek Carr was afraid of the blitzes. That's what he said. He said, I think they were afraid of the blitzes. He's talking about Derek Carr. They gave us they gave us maximum protection and they were able to beat that. So, you know what? What he's trying to say is, you know, Derek Carr could not handle a blitz. And it was phantom blitzes, too. A lot of it was not even real blitzes. But Derek Carr had sloppy footwork in this game. Go watch it. Go watch his sloppy footwork, especially on an interception. It was terrible. I mean, this guy looked bad. There's no other way to describe it. He looked bad. This whole team looked bad, though. They really did. They looked awful. Now, just to run this down real quick, all right? I just want to go over all the drives here, okay? Because it's it's pretty interesting. Uh, Vikings start out, touchdown, six plays, 76 yards, only takes them three minutes to 39 seconds. The Raiders get the ball, three plays, two yards, a minute, th 32 seconds, and punt. The Vikings, guess what? They get the ball, four plays, six yards, they punt, yay! The Raiders get it back. This is when you got to do something, right? Nope. Five plays, 
15 yards, punt. The Vikings get the ball back. Guess what happens? Touchdown, 12 plays, 79 yards, 5 minutes, 25 seconds, 14 nothing. They kick the ball back to the Raiders. What happens? Two plays, four yards, and Derek Carr throws an interception. And then that sets up a six-play, 30-yard touchdown before you know it. Guess what? It's 21 to nothing. The Raiders did, like I said, they came back from that. They had a nice little drive, seven plays, 75 yards, three minutes and 40 seconds. They get a touchdown. They, you know, that... That that was good. 21-7. Game still, you know, not a blowout yet. Then that's when it was key. I mean, the, the defense forced the Ra- uh, Vikings to punt right there. They went five plays, 15 yards. That's it. Only two men, 16 seconds. That's when Derek Carr has to do something, right? That's when he has to do something. That, that was huge. The Raiders go nine plays, 43 yards, everything is looking great, and then he throws that dumb, dumb pass to Darren Waller. Some say, oh, Darren Waller should have caught that. That thing was high, Darren, and he didn't have to throw it like that. That's the point. He didn't even have to lob that pass like that. Go look at that play. He didn't have to do it. He could have just threw a strike right to Darren Waller, and he would have caught it, and who knows what would have happened. Instead, the Raiders had a punt, and then it's the end of the half, and the Raiders go in down 21-7. Now, I thought, well, listen, it's 21-7. It's unfortunate. It's not 14-7, but the Raiders get the ball to start the third. Let's see what they do with it. They need a touchdown right now really bad. So the third quarter starts. The Raiders get the ball. What do they do? What does Derek Carr and that offense do? They go Three plays, and this is not a joke, for zero yards. That's right. Three plays, zero yards, punt. After that, the Vikings, 10 plays, 92 yards, 5 minutes, 25 seconds, touchdown. They're up 28-7. The game's pretty much sealed after that. And then, of course, there we go again. The Raiders get the ball. They cannot get a one yard. They cannot pick up one yard. Now, listen, like I said, the Raiders lost in the trenches. They got they got bullied. Josh Jacobs could not get one yard, so they had a turnover on downs. Now, Josh Jacobs has been sick. That is true. Maybe you can use that as an excuse. But you can use him as an excuse, but... What about the offensive line? What about Derek Carr? But anyways, after that, they turn it over on downs. You know, obviously, uh, the Vikings march down the field. Six plays, 30 yards. They kick a field goal. It's 31-7. The game's pretty much over after that. And then that's when the Vikings just start playing, you know, soft. Uh, the Raiders, they had a 14-play drive, uh, 42 yards. But they missed the field goal, of course. And the Vikings marched down the field for seven yards, or seven plays, 53 yards. It was so easy. They get a field goal, and then, you know, garbage time game uh, time. The the Raiders got an eight-play, 75-yard touchdown. Like I said, that was all garbage time. Those stats shouldn't be rewarded to Derek Carr or, or the team because the Vikings were letting them just 
do whatever they wanted. They were playing a cover two and just playing soft. They didn't care. They were just wasting time because as soon as they got the touchdown, what happened? It was the end of the game. You know, the Vikings got the ball and they just kneeled it down. So, I mean, really, I don't pay attention to any of, any of that drive. Reality is the Raiders had 227 yards on 50 plays. That's the reality. I mean, you know, before all that garbage time touchdown they got at the end of the game, the reality is 227 yards on 50 plays. That's what the Raiders did. They were very, very bad in this game. I mean, everyone was bad in this game. And listen, it doesn't look good. When you get beat that bad by the Chiefs last week, and then you get beat this bad by the Vikings, and you have this insane travel schedule coming up that your own coach calls unrealistic, which isn't good, which basically Gruden's almost tapping out saying that. But, I mean, it is. But Derek Carr can't play that. I mean, he can't play like that. He really can't. By the way, Derek Carr's quarterback rating was 22.5. Kirk Cousins had an 87.3, just to let you know. Josh Jacobs, like I said, he was pretty much non-existent in this game. He had 10 carries for 44 yards. The Vikings defense, they just manhandled the Raiders O-line. Josh Jacobs, uh, they scared the, the crap out of Derek Carr. He didn't know what to do. He was skittish. He was not even going through his reads. He was just dumping the ball off whoever he saw first. He looked he looked like Derek Carr 2017. That's all I can say. He looked awful. He looked awful. Now, uh, and by the way, the Raiders secondary, I already mentioned this. They're terrible. The, on the bright side, J.J. Nelson came back today. I hope he gets better as time goes by. I really, really do. He only had four catches for 36 yards. But you know what? He had a touchdown, as you know. Uh, so hopefully he gets better as, you know, the games go by. He's finally healthy. Tyree Williams was a ghost in this game. He only had three catches for 29 yards. Uh, I I. But, you know, he was a ghost. You would like to see him do more. Uh, Hunter Renfro, who I've been waiting. I've been waiting for this guy to emerge. I know the coaches have too, by the way. I've been waiting for this guy to emerge. He only had three catches for 28 yards. I want to see more of Hunter Renfro, but he has to get open. Darren Waller, the guy's always awesome. He's the best guy on this team. He had 13 catches, 134 yards. He was averaging 10.3 yards or every time he touched the ball. Every time he touched the ball. You know what I mean? This guy is the whole entire offense. Him and Josh Jacobs. I think Josh Jacobs being sick, you know, I believe he has a touch of pneumonia. And that, you know, that's a big deal. I think that had a lot to do with his performance today. I'm not, you know, I'm not, <clears throat> by any means, I don't want people to think I'm giving any excuses here. Trust me. I'm just saying, I, I believe that played a factor in all this. Not to mention, Trent Brown has a sore knee. This guy, we got to see what happens this week with Trent Brown because he had to come out of the game. He entered the game with a bad knee. He had to leave the game with a bad knee. So we, we'll find out during the week how bad it is. Hopefully, it's not that bad. And as, as far as the Raiders defense, like I said, I mean, 
they were just awful. A lot of guys got banged up for the Raiders. A lot of guys. Marquel Lee, Nicholas Morrow, uh, Vontez Perfect. I mean, you. I think they had around six or seven guys get banged up in this game. They were just getting killed. Meanwhile, like I said, Minnesota, they were just on fire. I mean, Irv Smith Jr. had three catches for 60 yards. Adam Thielen, three catches for 55 yards. Dalvin Cook, four catches for 33 yards. But it came down really to the to Dal, Dalvin Cook and their running game, Minnesota's running game, which the Raiders knew they were going to do. They knew the Vikings love to run the ball. They're not shy about it. It's just the Raiders couldn't stop it. Dalvin Cook, 16 carries, 110 yards. Uh, their backup, Madison, 12 carries, 58 yards. It's just, it's insane. Mike Boone, three carries, 28 yards. I mean, even Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins, by the way, had more yards than Jalen Richard. Just want to let you know, he had 16 yards. Jalen Richard had 15. This was a, a complete disaster. A complete disaster. Now, now, uh, for everyone not listening on YouTube, on YouTube I made a little graphic like I always do, and I one of the top topics I wrote: Should Raider fans panic? And I'm gonna give you an answer, which, despite all the bad things I just said about everyone, you know the the coaching, in my opinion, was not very good in this game. The quarterback was terrible for the last couple of weeks. Um, the Kansas City game, I don't know if I can really blame the coaches because, you know, those guys in the secondary, they just got burned, you know? I mean, it's not even a case of, you know, they just couldn't keep up with the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes was just throwing bombs and those guys were wide open. I think if that was any team, you know, they would have torched the Raiders. They would have scored four touchdowns in one quarter like the Chiefs did to the Raiders because those guys were wide open. Wide open. You got to get pressure up the middle if you want to stop Patrick Mahomes, by the way. I think the Raiders tried, but it didn't work. But anyways, should you hit the panic button, Raider fans? Should you hit it? And what I'm here to tell you is, listen, here's the deal. It's week three. The Raiders are one and two, okay? They are one and two. It's not, the sky is not falling just yet. Does it look good? No, obviously not when you get completely blown out in two games in a row. It does not look good, obviously. But there's a chance that this team can rebound. Now, like I said, They got a brutal stretch of games coming with all the travel. But the next game they have is against the Colts. The Colts are not the greatest team in the world, okay? The Raiders, in my opinion, can defeat the Colts. And if they can do that, then it won't be so bad, would it? I mean, then you're you're two and two. Not looking so bad after that. Then after that, of course, they head to London, where Derek Carr has never won. And they're going up against Khalil Mack and the Chicago Bears, who have a good defense. But their offense isn't very good. I mean, the Bears are... They don't look like the Bears last... Like they did last season, that's for sure. Now, the Raiders, you know, if they... 
if they can get some points off that Bears team, which I don't know because Derek Carr has been so terrible in London and the Raiders in general have been so terrible there. But if somehow they can win that game, they're in good shape. So you got the Colts next. Like I said, that's a winnable game. The Bears game, toss up after that. The Green Bay Packers, that's going to be a very... I don't see the Raiders winning that game. Packers have a really good defense. Plus, you know, they got Aaron Rodgers. But you never know what the Packers. They're up and down. But I have a feeling the Raiders would lose that game. Then the Texans, that's going to be a tough game. A very tough game. Then they finally go home. The face of the Detroit Lions where the Raiders should be able to de defeat them. And then they have the Chargers after that. The Chargers are, you know, they're not, they're not looking so hot right now. That's a game that the Raiders could possibly win. So this is why I'm saying the sky is not falling. If the Raiders can beat the Colts, they're 2-2. Two and two, Okay? Somehow if they beat the Bears, they're 3-2. and two. Then you got Packers and the Texans. The next four games, the Raiders gotta try to at least go 3-1. and one. They gotta. If they can do that, which seems like, you know, it would be a miracle at this point. But if they could do that, they would actually be in terrific shape. They're going 3-1 and one in the next four games. You know, I mean, it would be fantastic. They have three losses. I mean, it would be great. Now, if they can do that, then you at least got to split them. You at least got to split them. You can't, you cannot lose all four of these, and you definitely can't go one and four. You definitely got to go at least two and two here. Obviously, obviously going three and one in the next four games would be ideal. Worst case scenario is two and two, and you still have a chance moving forward. You still have, you know, a sliver of hope of getting that wild card spot because you're not winning the division, that's for sure. Even though... By the way, fun fact, the Raiders are in second place in the AFC West just because the Denver Broncos are so freaking terrible and the Chiefs are 1-2 and two as well. They lost again today, I believe. Yeah, they lost again today. Uh, the Broncos haven't won a game yet. So the Raiders are technically in second place in their division. Second place. So that's why I'm saying the sky is not falling right now. It's so early in the season. I would, I mean, it's not time to hit the panic button. If they lose against the Colts, then I would say, you know what? Maybe put your hand on that panic button. Don't press it yet, but put your hand, hoover your hand over that panic button because if they lose against the Bears, then it looks really bad. Then things go really bad. Because then you're one in four, and listen, when you're one in four, the chances of you doing anything, you know, playoff wise, wild card wise, not very good. It's just not. Go look, go look it up for yourself on Google. Just not very good. But to wrap this all up, listen, the Raiders, they played awful for two weeks in a row. John Gruden's got to get better. Paul Gunther's got to get better. The talent, though, is a big issue. And they have a lot of young guys playing. I think Jonathan Abram being out hurt them a lot more than what people thought. 
Now, I didn't even think it would be that big of a deal. You know, the guy's a rookie. You don't know. But listen, the problem is they don't have anyone good behind them. They got to go get someone who's good. They got to go get a safety in free agency. They have the money. This team has to start making moves in free agency to patch up some spots here and there. They have to do it. Because Curtis Riley is a liability out there. Now, Derek Carr, his problems are his problems. Hopefully, hopefully, you know, he sees what the Vikings head coach said about him. How he looked scared and he and Gruden, Gruden grills them when they look at the tape and he gets angry because I want an angry Derek Carr. That's what I want. Week one against the Broncos. Now, we all know the Broncos are a horrible team. Maybe that's why they won. Maybe that's why the Raiders won. The Broncos are 0-3. But Derek Carr went out there angry because of crazy Antonio Brown, who, by the way, is not even on an NFL team anymore. We all know his story. I can't really get into it now. But he's gone. He's mentally ill. He's crazy. He put a trash can on his head. He was running around at practice with the Raiders. He's a crazy man. But anyways, Derek Carr went into that game pissed. He had a, a chip on his shoulder. He wanted to go out there and prove, I can win without this guy. He, he was saying what the crowd was chanting, F-A-B. I'm going to go out there and ball out. That's the Derek Carr I want. That's the guy I want to see every week. Not the guy who's, oh, you know, you know, uh, you know, explain. Shut up. Shut up. Go out there and ball out and prove you're the franchise quarterback. Because I got news for you. If this guy plays like this the rest of the season, all you Derek Carr fans, guess what? There's no way, no way in hell John Gruden is sticking with Derek Carr next season if he plays like this the rest of the year. They are going to draft a quarterback in the first round or they'll go get some vet and free agency. Uh, mark my words. I don't care how many, uh, what his stats are. I care about wins and losses. I, I hate the the whole notion, oh, well, he threw for over 4,000 yards last year. Yeah, because John Gruden protected him, and he was throwing screen passes and shovel passes to Doug Martin and Jalen Richard. He wasn't doing anything spectacular. He was throwing it to Jared Cook. He, he did nothing. He did nothing. This guy's got to throw it down the field. He's got to scope the field. He's got to stop throwing off his back leg all the time. He needs to be keyed in. I want the angry Derek Carr back. That's the only way this team stands the chance. And that defense, that's Vontez Perfect in that room, needs to look every single one of those players in the eyes and say, what are you doing? I'm out here playing hurt. And you guys are just letting these guys do whatever you want. Stop being such a dummy. You know Kirk Cousins is doing the option. You know it. You know it. They're all pulling to the right side. You know he's going to the left. He's, they're all pulling to the right. A uh, left side. You know he's going to the right. Stop the madness. Stop the madness. Get after the quarterback. The Raiders had zero sacks today. Meanwhile, Carr got sacked, I believe, what, four times? This is ridiculous. This is Kirk Cousins. This is Kirk Cousins. This is not Patrick Mahomes. But they made him look like Patrick Mahomes today. And stop the run. Stop the run. I mean, Jonathan Hankins, you guys have all these young guys. You got all these football players, these high-character guys. You know what I'm thinking? 
I don't care about the high character. I care about wins. Next week against the Colts in Indianapolis against Jacoby Brissett. Do not make Jacoby Brissett look like Tom Brady. Dismantle him. Sack him. Go into Indianapolis and make a statement that you are not going to be a lame duck team before you head to Vegas. And even when you head to Vegas, guess what? The talent you're showing us right now, they're going to suck in Vegas. And then no one's going to want to watch the team. Then you're going to have opposing fans at every game because Raider fans are just going to sell their tickets because they're not going to want to watch this crap product you're putting on the field. So John Gruden, this is to you. This is to everyone on that team. You better step it up because fans pay a lot of money. They invest a lot of money in your merchandise and they go to games and things like that. And Mark Davis is for you too. This is unacceptable, the way you have lost your last two games. You gotta adapt, you gotta play better, you gotta come up with different schemes, you gotta do something. Derek Carr, you gotta make better decisions, you gotta trust your wide receivers more, you gotta be better. That is the bottom line, and you better beat the Indianapolis Colts next Sunday. My name is Stephen Michaels, thank you for listening, this is the Raiders Daily.